This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because both have plays. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. Now on, you do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica and with me today is my lovely, amazing, glorious with, I mean, supposedly blue hair, but not actually blue hair, but a really nice makeup co-host, Amanda. Welcome. Hi, Amanda. Welcome. Hi, not blue hair, Amanda. Thanks, Monica. How are you? So I'm very well. And I, I thought I just needed to say this because people in chat and on Twitch will probably not notice that you actually are supposed to have blue hair because it's like so not blue, like it's not even funny anymore. Not blue. I know. I dyed my hair blue today. Can you tell? <laughs> not, as, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. There is not the, the slightest change in your actual hair color is pretty hilarious no. actually this part of my scalp is blue and that's it yeah that's for it. the hair parts there is a bit of a blue shimmer but like mm -hmm. that's uh, only when you know that something has been going on you will be able to tell that because otherwise i wouldn't pay enough attention to 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 be like yeah sure yeah let that's it that that's what it looks like go go yeah. for it whatever I don't know, maybe the, the blue hair dye for brunettes works on other brunettes, but it, it did not work on me. We, we will see. I ordered green hair dye from the same company. I have way thinner hair than you have. So we will see. Maybe I'm green in the next couple of days. So, um, and then maybe it's, because I, I know you said that you have like, you need a lot of dye actually. So we will see. Yeah, I used like half the bottle and my, my hair was really saturated with it, but yeah. Nothing, nothing. Why did you use half the bottle? Is Does it like say anything about this? No, it just, I don't know. Felt I used... like it was a lot already. Yeah. Like it didn't Did you buy it. one or did you buy two? Just one. I'm not sure if I bought two in, in my motivation or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I was like, because I remember you saying that you need a lot of dye. And I was like, well, it's a dark, it's a specific hair color for unbleached hair. It probably will need more than that. Maybe I ordered two. At least that was my thought process for, process for two seconds. Mm. There are a few hair colors where it's not necessary to, to have it like that. Like at least not to that degree. And there is at least some kind of color in it. But not that one apparently. Not this one. Yep. It's like, yeah, okay. I Blue dye for brunettes didn't really work out. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'll just uh, I'll just get my normal purple dye that actually does work. So fine. yeah, sure. But we're not here today to talk about everything here, dye though. That's always exciting. We we I mean we could be. We could be, but that's not the case today. No. Today we're talking about Wanda. Vision. Wanda. Vision. <laughs> I just tried. See if the second time what you're a little bit close quicker or anything but not really i what i mean hey i wasn't hey. that slow <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're talking about wandavision because the last episode aired of this uh, season last episode aired on friday is it friday i always watch it on saturday it but friday. i think it comes out on friday yeah um so we're done with season one of phase what is it four yes five I think it's phase four because I recall me adding it to the season five, phase five already. And you were like once, no, it's not. It's season no, four we're in right Monica, now. you're wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Um, yeah. And we're going to give you a spoiler warning right now. We're talking about WandaVision. Yes. There's going to be spoilers pretty much right from the beginning because um, we basically will not be able to review this without spoilers. Um, we tried. There's a clip of it on Twitch. You can go and look for it. Um, yeah, so spoiler warning from here on out. So WandaVision was the long-awaited like first series after Endgame that came out from Marvel again. And 
boy, was the excitement like high and the expectations were even higher. And um, we didn't really know what we had to, what we were about to expect. And maybe you want to tell me how you first experienced it in the first couple of episodes or whatever. So we were still in Canada with my mom and dad when the first episodes came out and I was like, mom, dad, we're going to watch this together. And they were like, okay. And like being the whole 1950s style, I dream a genie bewitched kind of like throwback. My mom was like, this show's amazing. And I was like, this show's weird. <laughs> but like, she was super, super into it. Um, I don't know if they continued watching after we left. Um, I feel like she would be disappointed in how it went, but mm -hmm. I, I loved it. Um, yeah, the, the first few episodes with, like, 1950s, not really sure what was going on. It was weird, but I did not not like it. I was just kind of like, is this it? Is there's There's got to be more. There's got to be more. Mm. I had a totally different experience. <laughs> oh, God, my experience was so different. Um, and, I mean, we all knew that there were, like, because we saw trailers and everything, so we knew that there were... There was some sort of, we, but we didn't know what was going on at the time, right? But when the, when we saw the trailers, we knew that there was like this flashback situation of having like this 50s, 60s, 70s show situation going on. and But we had no context. And so started to watch the first couple of episodes, exactly Dick Van Dyke style things he says in chat. So I watched the first episode and I was like, this is. And then a few things added on to each other. Not only did I find the episode super weird. The issue for me, like immediately, I think we had like two episodes in the beginning at, released at the same time. So we had the first episode, which was this 50s vibe situation. And the second episode was kind of this 70s vibe situation. They started out with this super long intro, like unusually long for, for, for today's standards, really. So you had all this because it was uh, like... It leaned onto the, the this old series, which they the intros obviously were also super long in comparison to now. We just skip them and don't give a shit about them. But True. that was like a huge part of the series, right? And then it was like a 20-minute episode, 25-minute episode, the first one. And then you had like what felt like 10 minutes worth of, of, of credits. I was already super annoyed because my initial tendency is to binge a lot of stuff. So that kind of irked me, like that, that that rubbed me the wrong way that I only had two episodes that I could watch. I found both of them super weird and like 90, like almost 50% of the episode is credits. Mm -hmm. And I basically only have like 40 minutes worth of actual content that I don't even necessarily super much enjoy and find particularly weird, right? So I was aware that this wasn't something that was going, like this wasn't going to last until the end of the show. Like this was not what the show is, was supposed to be. And they gave you hints throughout the first two that there was something going on, but you didn't know. And I'm not that stupid to not be aware that of course there must be something going on, right? But I was so annoyed by both of the facts that it was so short in content, the first two. Then there are so many credits. Then I found that super weird. So the fact that I had to, and I couldn't binge all of it at the same time. So that meant for me that I had to make a deliberate decision the week after to watch something where I didn't really enjoy the first two episodes. And then to maybe be disappointed again in it because I found it that that was too over the top for me, like so over the top, the the f first few parts and I, and I didn't enjoy it. I was seriously questioning all their acting skills because what the fuck is going on? Like, I know that this is a an homage to the old series, but is that in that way really necessary? Um, and I had to and they were like I had to do this twice, right? Because the, the, we had the first two episodes that started out with, with these flashbacks. Then we had the third episode. And that was kind of the weirdest one for me because that's when when Wanda had had the twins, right? Yeah. And that, that was episode like, did not do it for me. Oh god, did it, it ever not do it for me? I, I know, right? Almost lost this me was, there, to be honest. Yeah, because the the way they did it, and then I thought I constantly thought about people who have have issues with 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 getting pregnant and everything, and it was just so awkward. And it would have been super triggering for me if I would have would have watched it. And then I, no, we have the shared friend who about then, and I contacted them, and I was like, 
do, do you still watch this? Because if you do, you might not want to watch this episode because it's just so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And and then I was then I, it was literally the last chance that I gave them was episode four. And if it wouldn't have caught me, then I would prob- I would have probably stopped watching it. I really only continued to watch it because I was thinking this is Marvel and. I really like usually what they're doing and maybe this is going like all the wrong ways and I am so glad that I still watched episode four because that definitely pulled me back in immediately. Like it was in two seconds and I was like, okay, good. I'm, I, I'm, you got me there. I'm here. Yeah. It's all, all, all great. Um, so that was, it was a ride. Like honestly, for me, it was a ride and I almost stopped watching the series because of the first three episodes that were too much for me like i know Mm. that 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 was all that kind of a stunt that they were pulling and that was all super intentional but it felt to me that it was too overdone like too much over the top and i know that these series are like that but even the 70s show isn't like that right like when you watch Aston kutcher back now in in this old series and mila kunis and all of them and you're like yeah it's over the top but it's still watchable but that for me it felt like it was so hard to bear it was so hard to to continue to, to stay with it. Uh, but yeah, then cue episode four. <laughs> yeah, I think like the difference for me is probably that like I watched a lot of those shows like Bewitched and I Dream a Genie. Like I obviously not when they were out and I'm not that old. Um, but like I watched a lot of it was on Nick at Night, Nickelodeon at nighttime. And it was just yeah. like old reruns and I watched a lot of it. So it really did appeal to me. Um, but yeah, episode three with that the pregnancy and the giving birth and how awful and traumatic it was i was like i can't i can't do this like Mm. this is too much this is way too much like yeah definitely no um but what it was the end of episode three it was the end of the pregnancy one that there like we kind of got a glimpse into something else right like in the outside world I think just like so. at the very end, they like panned out and showed that they were watching it on this TV. Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so I was yeah, like, "Sounds familiar for oh. sure." Oh, and like so that kind of kind of pulled me pulled me in after an episode that I was like, "I don't think I'm gonna watch this." <laughs> oh n- no! It's episode three because I have the list here. Um, Wanda notices because you have Geraldine. She, like Wanda gets to know all the people so Wanda and Vision basically are in this town that's called Westview and you you they live this this serious life basically and you also see that they connect to people and she connects to that person who is called Geraldine she's a black woman and she's like befriending her in a way and at the end of season three Wanda kind of figures out that Geraldine might not like there is something wrong for her with Geraldine we obviously at that time don't know yet what it is um but Geraldine knows things from Wanda's past basically I think she mentions uh, Ultron and then Wanda basically kind of gets rid of her like when Vision comes back Geraldine is gone and it, we then see Geraldine basically outside of some some bl- bubble situation and people are surrounding her. So that's when we know, oh, there is something more going on. That's what happened right. in episode That's what it was. Three. But yeah, it was like yeah. by the end of that episode, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that whole episode was, was losing me. I was like, I don't, I don't think mm. so. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that I stuck through that shit episode. I don't want to say it was shit. It was just unappealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was also super unappealing. And again, because I already was so much, so in pain from the first two. And I watched all of these too. Like I watched the genie situation and I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid as well. But I still, it still felt more over the top than necessary. And I know that's probably also an artistic choice choice that they made to make it even more over the top than they already were, because even Genie wasn't that over the top in that way, and a lot of other old series weren't like that. It just felt very, very artificial for me. But then we hop into the fourth episode, and suddenly we're in not in Westview anymore. Like Wanda and Vision is are two people that we don't see at the first couple of. Do we see them at all in that episode? I don't remember. I don't. I think not really. 
Yeah. Um, but what we do find out is that the actress or the, the person that knew about Ultron is Monica Rambeau. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was like, oh my oh, God, oh my God, yes. I'm loving this. <laughs> and for people who are not well averse with um, Marvel or haven't watched all the movies, Monica Rambeau is the daughter of Captain Marvel's best friend. And so we saw her in Captain Marvel, the movie. She was that 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 badass kid who was just the best. I, I literally have goosebumps talking about her because I love her so much. Um, and, and she was just like the best kid in the show. And she was she was just like so cool. That went the moment that I knew that this was Monica Rambeau for me, that was all like, OK, I'm in. I'm like, I'm so in. She was blipped away and came back after these five years when she got blipped back back basically her mother had died she basically unblipped and found that out and immediately got back to work and we find out that her mother founded sword which is an, a separate agency to shield sword and shield also that was like blowing my mind when, when i watched this episode. oh this is so cool sword and shield monica rambeau this is amazing and Portion chat says he was so happy with her intro and the backstory that they gave her and it was brilliantly done and he was sad that she didn't get to get to say goodbye to her mom yeah that was super yeah. sad like it hit me hit me hit me very very much as well and and we then see her going back to work short after she unblipped basically and the new leader she used to lead sort apparently <laughs> the new doctor which was tyler hayward yeah, acting director is Tyler Hayward. Um, he took over basically from her. And then they all try to figure out what is going on there. And we see a few other people that are also super excited about the fact that we saw them back in that season. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Jimmy Woo and Darcy Lewis. Um, Jimmy Woo being the FBI agent who kind of shows up in a, a few other films, like just here and there. Um, and Darcy Lewis, who's uh, in thor i was gonna say iron man and i was yes. like that's not right <laughs> no she's in thor yeah she's in thor and like i love kat denning so seeing her like in this show was was really great because she i don't know i just love her sarcastic vibes all the time and i'm like yes, i know so also <laughs> in two broke girls she's just the baddest the most baddest bitch ever and yes. then she was amazing also in thor as well and it was kind of sad that she only had this like small roles in it mm -hmm. because she for me she has like super like i would watch a movie with only her because i find her so cool yeah. and i was so excited to see her there see her there as well because she was also once again like this smart ass scientist and being super sarcastic and not taking shit from anyone and it was just yeah. amazing amazing um and i also like i love jimmy woo i think he's such a cool character like he's like really understated but totally badass um and I read something, I might have been on Twitter, it was probably on Twitter, um, and it was like that people would love a TV show just following Jimmy Woo as he like goes on these weird ass adventures, like <laughs> dealing with like random uh, occurrences like all throughout the world, I guess. Do you know where we have seen him before? Have we seen him before? I would have not recalled him at all. Um, I thought we'd seen him somewhere. But maybe we didn't. I'm going to look up. Oh, Ant-Man. He first appeared go. in the... Yeah. 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 Thank and, you, Tom. And uh, he was also in um, Always Be My Maybe, which is actually where I knew, knew him from, which IMDb oh, okay. just told me because I was like, I really recognize him. And it's because <laughs> I watched a movie okay. with him in it. Yeah. But anyways, he was in Ant-Man. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't initially... I didn't initially like fall for him in the sense of like, oh my God, he's a great character. But like, it, it, he grew on me for sure like it wasn't the moment that i saw him that I was like you're or it wasn't in the first episode where i perceived him as someone who will be on the side of of monica rambeau and darcy in the moment but um it turned out that he was just just as bad as and also this kind of small snarky sarcasm situation things yeah just yeah, like you can kind really of shit, tell so. what turns me and monica on sarcasm yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> Don't take anyone's shit and mm -hmm. and be sarcastic and bitch at each other. That's like our kind of shit here. <laughs> yep. They do find out that they, they, they are all in this 
Monica Rambeau gets taken to this area where people apparently, where they notice some weird things going on. And when I say weird things is that people stand next to a town sign and don't say that the town doesn't exist and all various suspicious, thi suspicious things have been going on there. And until the point where they actually realize that this is something that is artificially created. And Darcy Lewis, who is um, the smartass in, in the show, finds out that Wanda is basically creating her own reality in a way through which they can follow through through television so she's basically airing those those her life in old school television method in a way mm -hmm. and while we didn't see in the third episode exactly what happened to Geraldine just that she kind of left the scene um, we do see in episode four that Wanda basically kicks her out of her world um, and out of that bubble that she's created around um, that town that, that people pretend to not know at all. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then in um, there's also this quirky neighbor, Agnes, who, who shows up in like all of the episodes and she's like, the quirky best friend next door who's who's always there and always ready aren't you ready there hon and yeah you know she's always there to help a hand and do whatever needs to be done um and uh i quite liked agnes like i thought she was she was a really interesting character as like a side piece side piece mm. <laughs> sorry <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah I was generally constant and we start to slowly see that not only is Vision having some moments where he starts to question what the fuck is going on. Um, but also we have this, this, this times when, and, and because you mentioned Agnes, Wanda expected something or tells something, tells Vision something and Agnes is in the situation and then it doesn't pan out the way it, she wants to and Agnes just casually says so we take it from the top again because that's what you want right you want want Vision to do something else instead and so we kind of notice that people and, and Vision also kind of start to realize there is something going on and we get these small glimpses of what might be happening so we do know we start to re realize that okay Wanda created this herself and we also know pretty quickly actually that it was something that she did out of grief over the death of Vision, basically. Mm -hmm. And that's because Monica Rambeau was super invested in all of that immediately because she was also grieving during that time. And, I mean, yeah. just three weeks before she found out that her, her mother has died. So, I mean, it's all... Um, yeah, for sure. Um, the scene, one of the first scenes that really connected me to vision probably more than i ever have is when he was at his office because vision took on like a 1960s job you know and like he's he's the funny guy in the office and i'm like really um but it's just because he's the he's not the funny guy in the office he's the pc in the office that's what i found so hilarious about it because yeah. he's like Duh, ha, 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 are you a computer or something and everybody's like yeah he is right isn't he <laughs> Um, but there was one, one scene where like vision starting to kind of figure out what was going on. And, um, the, the guy Norm, I think his name was, um, vision, like puts it, puts his hands on the side of his forehead, um, and like brings Norm's consciousness back into his body. And he's like, so like in pain and so hurt that like, she's Wanda's just always in his head, always there. He, like controlling she doesn't let him do anything and it's it hurts so much and like it just really broke my heart because vision had to put him back to to wanda's version and like then vision's like what the fuck is going on mm. um I, I don't know it was just like a a really humanizing scene i think um despite like the computer touch foreheads kind of thing but yeah um yeah really humanizing. i found it generally interesting because Vision is always like, yes, he was the computer and the, the artificially created entity with a soul, but you could see the progress of that too in that series, especially I find 
Because yes, he was in love with Wanda and we saw it in the Avengers and we saw it in other movies, but not like like you could see it here in a way. Because what all we saw was that the they both kind of took off and then we only ever met them again. Um well when, when, when we met them, when they when they brought us something in one of the bigger shows where they obviously only had like a side character and were not the main characters of, of everything. Um so it it felt like interesting to see that there was this super strong connection between the two of them and how human he became in a way. Mm-hmm. And also like the progress of him actually not being very human and then to this loving caring kind of ai in a way with the soul though that was so that that that, that was a path that i fa- found super interesting and we could like slowly and steadily we we also notice that wanda is controlling all of the people there but she is not aware what she is causing them like what pain she's causing them because they all feel not only that not, not only pain but they feel her pain like they feel her pain over the death of vision and over everything that has been going on in the when she, she because she was also blipped right mm-hmm. i had to i had to look that up as well so she basically got blipped away got blipped back and she saw vision die twice basically um and then had to had to get over the fact that he was now based gone um and couldn't take it anymore and you you could also see that that wasn't even and as the series goes on there are like a few weird episodes where where it's like you always with every episode you get a bit more information about what is happening like it's it's not that every episode in itself is like this was amazing or something but you every episode gave out a bit more of of, of the entire situation in a way but at some yeah. point she can't go ahead no i just thought you were done talking carry on no go ahead <laughs> um no all i was going to say was that like wanda didn't know that she had created this like alternate reality she was just at the beginning just as like in the dark as everyone else about like what was going on she just kind of thought that it was her life and like anytime something weird happened she was like what's going on like Do there was you a time think so I do think so, yeah. I do. Like, I think, like, she didn't realize what she had created because, like, or at least that's what it seemed anyways, whether she's she knew the whole time. I don't know. But, like, I remember in one of the first episodes she heard, like, the voices on the radio um, that had been, like, tuning in from the outside world. Mm-hmm. And um, she, like, kind of thought she was going crazy. She was like, what is this noise? What's going on? And, like, it kind of... almost like took her to a place of understanding but then she like willfully chose to go back to the ignorance of the alternative world that she's created i perceive that differently i think they showed because what we saw in the first three episodes was basically what she let everybody see because that's what she aired out on television in a way right i do think she was aware of what she created like i think she because like fully out of her grief like 100 out of her grief and of her desperation which was not initially the case that she 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 didn't like unblip and then decided i am suffering so much i'm gonna build this world now um but because of the way the the path she took afterwards and what she experienced then she the pain got so intense that she only found herself being able to create this world and i do think the creation of this world was intentional and it's a lot of shoving emotions away in that in that sense if you know what i mean like she didn't want to she was very aware that there were outside people trying to ring in and everything but she was in that place of i'm not i don't want to deal with the outside world i don't want to i i want to stay in my happy place where i am with vision with the two kids that i got that suddenly turn from that are like 10 years older within two days and she she, she i am with my family now and this is where where my happy place is and everything else is pain so i i choose to stay in the happy place instead of going to the pain and i think that's when they try to phone in those are the moments where she tries to get rid of that again by pushing them away and that's also the reason why she flops away Geraldine which is Monica Rambeau in the end and pretends like nothing ever happened because also everybody else is pl- is 
playing part in this and Vision also can't see it in a way. So I think it was super intentional the way she created it out of pain for sure. And also that the avoiding avoiding reality was an intentional step from her to deal with her pain. I would agree that it was avoiding reality, but I like for from the way that I understood it was that like she wasn't she she didn't make the town consciously like it was it was built out of pain and we do see it in a later episode like when she she visits the the property that her and vision were going to like build their dream house on and like she just crumples and like all her magic spread like spills out of her basically and like i feel like she was really out of control at that moment like she was or, or i should say she was very controlled by her grief and i think like you know we uh, we all know what that's like, you know, to to be in so much pain that you can't control your emotions. And I think, like, I, I, I don't think that she was consciously aware of what she had created until she started to see the cracks in the reality. Like, with um, the, the helicopter being there and, like, there, a little toy helicopter landed in her bush and the, the voices on the radio and the... Um, was it the neighbors cutting the bush or something um and i I, like i don't think she was consciously aware until things started to not make sense but i mean we could argue that point all day yeah (laughs) that's the the magic of shows like that that you know that too and i think also every experience every person's experience is different as well like Mm -hmm. i was very aware of my surroundings at the time during my biggest moments of grief basically i was like super out of my body in that moment where I was like watching myself and being like my brain was on super rational mode in that that while everything was happening basically so for me it would have been like that would that would have been that super rational part in my head that knows what is going on despite the pain being like almost unbearable so but yes as, as Porsche also says that each episode it was dealing with her grief and he feels like her emotions when the super when the supernova and she didn't because she kind of supernova that entire place there and also out of that pain vision came to life in that bubble as well which fascinatingly seemed to have been part of and immediately when I saw it and that that was my first question after that one episode because when she creates that world everything is this red because Wanda is always with her red magic and everything Mm -hmm. and everything is in her red but suddenly when vision pours out of her he is this yellow magic and we see because we see in Wanda's backstory as well like how her life in Sokovia was and how she even got to be um scarlet witch which she's not aware of that she's at the moment but for us she was always scarlet witch how she gets to have her her powers and all of that we also see that she touches the tesseract which is one of the infinity stones and is the blue stone and when she touches it it becomes yellow right and that was like what for me i was thinking what is going on here why is this yellow because yellow is the soul stone and the soul stone is the part that is part of vision and when she created that world out of her out of that all of her red magic that she is having this yellow magic came out that then formed vision in her bubble right so that for me was in the moment super confusing because i wasn't aware does she have parts of of the soul stone within her as well because of the powers that she got from the tesseract that she touched is vision now created out of is it a soul stone that 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 is that the uh, bits or rests of the soul stone that rest within her are they really creating vision now i think that was a bit that was super a lot to think about when it was happening and, and which she then in the end kind of explained in some ways but i would still have have questions now that, that i think about it more because um yeah and then the vision basically came out of her um with that soul stone energy in a way Mm-hmm. and was created within within that bubble mm-hmm. um but then just to throw a spanner totally in the works of this story about grief let's go back to agnes so agnes apparently is also a witch who chose to be in wanda's bubble for lack of yeah. a better word um and agnes is is uh, not not a very good witch who kills other witches for their magic 
and like drains it and she has been causing a lot of havoc that uh we've been seeing throughout the episodes is like those funny mishaps that happen in 60s 70s 80s sitcoms but no it's agnes all along mm, that was a good that was a fun storyline agnes kidnaps both of wanda's kids like the twins tommy and billy which i did a bit googling on when when they came to be and apparently both um tommy and billy are part of the young young marvel series and they're like super uh i think one of them or at least they're like starting to represent the newer face of of of, of marvel comics with young avengers and young young superheroes and also pro lgbtq rights so people are su assuming or kind of hinting that potentially there is a door for uh for queer representation in the marvel universe universe which i personally super exciting um but there is nothing we, we we didn't see any of that yet because there's still like two boys and we don't really know much about them still no. anyway like both have powers they um, both grew up really fast <laughs> super fast like 10 within two days or something but they stayed like that for a bit so mm -hmm. <laughs> we at least have had that and yeah, Agnes kidnaps both of them. Mm -hmm. Now, I was like really confused for probably most of the rest of the season since it turned out that it was Agnes all along. Um, I was like, is she like, did she actually like make her way in here and somehow avoid like Wanda's mind control? Um, or is she, did Wanda create her as an alternative villain in the, the like her own universe? And so I, that was like my biggest question. I was like, did she do this so that she could ha like have a scapegoat? Like, it's not me. There's an evil witch here. Not I'm a good witch. She's an evil witch. Um, yeah. Or was she there all along? And like still at the end, I'm still not 100% sure that it's not that it wasn't the case because it still seems really random. Who's who's to say for sure? That is true. And it, yeah, I did, it didn't occur to me at all, but yeah, it could very well be for sure. But like all the other people, they are not, everybody besides Vision are is an actual person. Mm. Like they, they are not created by her, they're controlled by her. And you could see the further out all the people are in the bubble, the less controlling she was able to do. Not only because there are like a good, what, 30, 40, 50 people in that bubble. So she might be strong, but she also only the ones closest to the people that she or Vision were interacting with were the ones that she actually actively controlled, I think, in a way. And the others were just there, like kept warm in a way um, so that whenever they would come past any one of them, that they would then be basically reheated and used for whatever controlling that needs to be done in that moment so i think because of all the things she was she had to do that maybe she wasn't aware that she wasn't also controlling agnes mm -hmm. because she was also not aware that she wasn't controlling geraldine so monica rambeau in 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 the show so well at first she was controlling geraldine like it was, was only... she really though well, you think I mean, so? I think so, because didn't Geraldine say, like, or d Monica, didn't she say something along the lines of, like, I could feel her voice in me all the time? Like, didn't she acknowledge that, like, Wanda was there in her head? Yeah, I mean, yes, but I'm, I'm not, because apparently the field also does things to you. Then that's what we didn't, we didn't quite, so ba because Geraldine, so Monica Rambeau, like, entered the bubble three times like twice at least like she she walked in because she touched it she got sucked in then she um got pushed up by 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 wanda um and darcy in that moment then like they did all the med tests and everything and they found out that there was some change in her dna basically and they said told her not to go back in and i Don't think she did want not to go back in exactly um and so it was also adjusting her DNA in a way. So I'm thinking that maybe she wasn't, maybe she wasn't controlled by her because it didn't seem like she was putting up a fight. But but, but she could because she was 
entering it as an uh, from the outside with being very aware and very intentional of going into into it like kind of that she because she was in that world in in that world she felt the pain because she basically her dna touched the grief as well mm -hmm. and because she is experiencing it herself in that very moment so i think they all had insights into Van, uh, wanda's mind in a way but i don't think all of them were and because they were deliberate about still being there and they could be zapped out of it as well. Um, so I think, I, I do think that, that, that Monica was constantly aware of what she was doing and was very intentional because it was work and was kind of soon figuring out. Um, I think like definitely for the second and third times that Monica went in, but the first time, like she was just kind of sucked in there, like she was investigating with Jimmy Woo, wasn't mm -hmm. she? And then like she just yeah. kind of, whoop, in she went. Like I don't yeah. think she had all of her like Monica Rambo senses there. I do think that she was maybe not one hundred percent Geraldine, but she was like very much that role that she was tasked to play. But what would have prompted her to exit that role? Maybe memories started coming back for her too. Maybe. Porsche is asking um, in chat, speaking of altered DNA, do we think that the other people inside the bubble had the DNA altered, and, like mutants perhaps? Maybe. It's a very because good also question. one one big thing that was like, that was people were freaking out about was that in one of the episodes, her brother came back. Hmm. But in the Marvel universe, her brother had obviously already died, right? But in the X-Men universe, her brother is still alive. And the person who was playing her brother was the person who was playing it in the X-Men universe. So people were thinking that that's the way that those two universes merge together. So it might even make very good sense that there is like some mutant storyline going to happen because of how their, their DNA has been altered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there's one thing Marvel does incredibly well, it's like weave together things that you could never even think are possibly connected. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's how they're doing that. Like, oh, okay. Because obviously like Marvel comics are all connected in some way, but Marvel Cinematic Universe is a little bit different right now. Um, but yeah, so like, I, I don't know. I knew um, that... Pietro was played by Evan Peters um, because I actually got spoiled on Twitter the morning of um, because I was like, oh, why is Evan Peters trending? Click. Spoiler. I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> off. Like, that didn't even say anything about WandaVision. It said Evan Peters. And I was like, lesson learned. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't touch Twitter on the day after the show. Mm -mm. No. But um, yeah, it. I knew he was an X-Men. But I didn't actually know that he played Pietro in X-Men. I thought that he just was also in X-Men. And I was like, oh, that's weird that they've cast him in both things. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you thought. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. He's an X-Men. He's here. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think that is probably some kind of... You need to have more knowledge about or comics as well to kind of make the connection. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wasn't super into like the... like not into the connection of both of the universes. And we also kind of know there could be alternate timeline situations. So we touched on that in, in Endgame and in Infinity War. So we know that that, that is a possibility. Also, that people can travel within those timelines, basically, in a way. Also, we know from the beginning that WandaVision is going to be kind of connected to Doctor Strange. So we know also that there, that there might be some timeline hopping happening. So I think that's also where this entire hype of it came about because we then saw someone who was also an X-Men basically jump into into the, the, the Marvel universe at the sense, even though it's kind of Marvel, but you know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I think the best episode in the entire season was the second to last one yep it was the highlight and it was the most beautiful and painful to watch and yeah i think a lot of tears were shed over that one um yeah we see like 
this is where we see Wanda's backstory. We go, like, Agnes takes her back through all the pain and all the grief that she's had throughout her life, like losing her parents and um, the educate education. We'll use that word. It's not the right word. Um, in <laughs> yeah. Circovia of, like, training to be, what, like an assassin or something? Or I don't even know what that was supposed to be. Child they were kind of using... Some kind. <laughs> kids like people like guinea pigs to figure out whether or not they can handle something and everybody else i think died already and she was the only one who had like could get like parts of the control of this tesseract situation which is how she kind of got her powers then but i think she kind of had some powers before um because like the there was a bombing um in circovia circovia is that right Sir Sarkovia, or did I just Sarkovia? bring in um, Hallmark movies? No, I think that's right. Okay. Um, As Taunt I was says, saying it, I was like, is this right? Is this right? I think it's right. Taunt is saying he believes that they were trained by Hydra to do Hydra things. To, yeah, Hydra things. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then, like, seeing her going into S.H.I.E.L.D. to, like, try to retrieve Vision's body and, like, but he's been torn apart, basically. They were decommissioning him because all that adamantium, you know, is expensive. It costs a lot of money. You know, she can't just walk out of there with, you know, her, her dead husband in pieces. And then we see her going to um, West Haven. West Haven? Westview. Thank you. My brain is just like, <laughs> words are going to be very difficult. Um, Westview and like her and Vision had this these building plans to build their dream house and she just explodes in grief because mm. like yeah it Wanda didn't have a great life like it, she had grief she had pain she had trauma like her entire life up until she mm. was with Vision really mm. yeah and then they take him away from her as well and then there was this horrible one scene and I hate Marvel for it but also love them at the same time because it was just so good um, which is a scene where they basically, where they actually, you see them before they really have this relationship and uh, Wanda is stuck in that Avengers headquarter thing. I think they've locked her up there. I don't think she was there intentionally at the time, but they've locked her up there and Vision can just, is just connecting with her. And she tells, does she tell him about her life? Maybe. I'm not not that um, part wasn't super clear that wasn't very but we clear. can assume that she did probably yeah also that maybe he knows because vision just knows things and yeah um then he says like then she's like so full of loss and full of grief because she lost her brother she lost already everything before and and now she's locked up here and she has nothing to 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 lose in a way anymore and um she has there is no love left for her and then Vision basically tells her, what if grief, if not love, persevering? And that was just a stab into the heart on a yeah. Saturday morning. And, uh, so unexpected. This entire season is in reality dealing with grief. And for that, you have to give them a really, like, heads up. Like, mm -hmm. raising the invisible hat to how they did it. Um because in the end, that was a really, really relatable journey. Yeah. And I'm not even sure like everybody could see it in the, that way and ever could appreciate it to that degree. But I think for people who have been through a lot of grief, it was just so spot on and it was super well done as well. And yes, I, I agree with you totally that the the second to the, the not the last one, the yeah penultimate that one it has a word and i only yeah. know it because a former boss used to love it and i had to look it up because i was like what the fuck does he mean penultimate <laughs> yeah that yeah. one mm -hmm. um so episode eight that was the one that was yeah full, like full of emotions and just, mm -hmm. so and then good. um like posh is pointing out in chat as well um like it really does come full circle because we see her life in circovia like back when it was normal um before mm -hmm. like it was all torn apart and like her her dad would come home with like bootlegged uh tv shows and they were all like the old american comedies like mm. bewitched and i dream a genie and uh the brady bunch and modern family dick and like all, dyke. all dick van dyke yeah all like all these shows and they would watch them as a family so it was really a comfort 
for Wanda to, like, mm, a comfort and also a regression, I think, to, like, go back to where she felt the happiest in her life. Like, yeah, um, yeah, just, I don't know, that episode broke me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, that was, that was a good one. It was yeah. really a good one. Probably the best of all of them, because the last one I wasn't, like, super convinced about anymore. And I think it's also the reason because... And because the last episode was this fighty, fighty one. In the eighth one, we think, during this entire series, we kind of noticed that the sword director that's, that's in place now is kind of a dick. And all he cares about is money and power. So all he really cares about is getting Vision back because he's like the super machine that... Sorry, hiccup that he just wants to have and so that's all he gives a shit about he thinks Wanda is a threat and he tries to also shoot her and and he all he cares about is vision the because for his vibranium and all that 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 entails so and at the end of the eighth episode we see that he creates this white version of vision that is very, a lot of V vowels in that, that one. That sounded difficult for you, yeah. Um, but it's like out of the original parts of Vision, like because yeah. Wanda's Vision came out of her grief and the part of the soul stone that lives within her. So like the Vision that Hayward made is more the physical representation of Vision. I yeah. Guess. Like and they, we see him as a white version. White version? Never mind. Too complicated. And... Then we have the showdown episode, that's the ninth episode, where we know that we have Agnes, who is called Agatha, basically, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the f- and Vision versus White Vision, and that's just all, it's just a big fat fighty episode. And yeah. we find out that uh, Agnes, because she's the witch who takes power away from everyone, came to Westview because of the power that Wanda has and was like attracted by this because she wants to have her power and mm-hmm. she's kind of trying to to ask her how she's doing it because she wants to do it so the two of them fight and um Soulstone Vision and White Vision they have their own kind of fight going on um and the kids are kind of in between all of that because they also have like this superpower situation. So it's a bit of a, of a Mr. Incredible situation where the entire superhero family is fighting for each other and shit. Um, but also because it's a series, it's not very long, right? So you have these Marvel movies that are like full of action and everything. And then you have this 25 to 30 minutes episode where they have to kind of wrap it up now in one episode because they haven't done it before, really. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of fighting and, and um, yeah. Yeah, to me, the last episode, like, it had to be done probably the way that it was done, but the fighting, with like, the, the battle, the action scenes, it was just, it felt out of place out of, after, like, the eight, you know, emotional episodes, varying degrees of emotional episodes that we've had before, and then this was just kind of, like, this is a bit of a letdown and then when she actually like has to you know bring down her bubble um and say goodbye to her family and like um vision and like let them all disintegrate into nothingness because they were just part of her imagination like it almost felt not emotional enough like it didn't feel like it had the emotion that the scene should like that they deserved because the action was so overpowering I do feel they did a somewhat decent job with all but in a very short amount of time because we we didn't have a lot of time there um, to get Wanda to a point where she sees that what she's doing is causing everyone pain that she makes the conscious decision to stop even though she hurts way more probably and she hurts a lot already and everything for her is like super painful she takes her pain away from everybody else and basically lets go of, of her family as a conscious decision. And I do feel that was also super powerful. And what for me probably made her even a tad stronger because she let go of them. Because we saw that in other superhero movies. We saw it with, with, with Wonder Woman as shit as the movie might be. But they, they, they had this entire movie based on the fact that 
that Diana can't let go of the people she loves, right? So in that moment, like Wanda deliberately let go of them, which I think was a super powerful move and is also obviously a next step of grief in a way um, mm-hmm. to to uh, yeah, accept the, the circumstances and move on with the pain, you know, somehow. Um, but there are so many separate parts too that I'm like, they kind of couldn't fit that in anymore because you have that fight between the two visions and the Wanda's vision basically then tells white vision that actually they are the same and mm-hmm. gives them his gives gives the white vision his memory because visions white visions task was to kill vision so and what we only see then is that Wanda's vision can share his memories and all that white vision does is take off and is gone. Like he, he yeah. just like, oh, okay, then I'm vision and he left. So, mm-hmm. so, so he was just gone. And um, Taunt said in chat as well, he just takes off and, and Wanda's vision is not telling him, telling her about him. Like yeah, why, what is that about? Yeah. And then the scene, like the, the fight scenes end with, um, with Wanda and Agatha and like Agatha's got the, the dark cold, like the book of, like the evil witchcraft book um and like, oh that is the dark hole that's the dark hole that was in that we had in shield? shield yeah with um oh with, uh i can't remember the character's name just like right out of my head as usual um flaming skull guy um hell ghost rider thanks tom i knew thank you, were you ghost rider um thank you ghost rider <laughs> that's sorry that um yeah ghost rider um and so like that was really interesting that like scarlet witch is connected there to the dark hold which is also connected to agents of shield um so that's like another wormhole between you know but they Marvel stopped stuff. agents of shield i know r.i.p best show ever super um, sad and then like the very very last scene with like wanda at a cabin was probably like that was an amazing scene like for all that it was like there's one version of her sitting out the front in this peaceful serene area and then you go into the cabin and there's like scarlet witch version of her devouring the dark hold yeah and like that was just i don't know that blew my mind i didn't even get it oh i did because i did see a tweet um of somebody basically connecting connecting um what is it? I just had it before. Doctor Strange with Wanda Vision because they said that one book in one of the scenes in Stra- uh, Stranger Things in Doctor Strange is missing, and that's the book that Agatha is using. And if that's also the dark hole that is in Agents of Shield, that's even more interesting. Mm-hmm. One thing I was a little disappointed about was I had heard a rumor uh, months ago that Doctor Strange was going to be here to help, like, Wanda find her way out of this. Um, And, like, it didn't happen. And that definitely, I was like, oh, that would have been really cool. Like, Doctor Strange helping Wanda out here. But, yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. But I think that's not, doesn't mean that he's not, he's not gonna come in the next seasons or so because in reality we have like what maybe three hours of content if at all mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely no um there's there's so much more content there like there's more story to tell yeah i just had heard this rumor that we were gonna see dr strange in this and then we didn't and i was like well fuck you then <laughs> okay <laughs> where is dr strange why like, is he not there yeah yeah yeah, I would have liked Cumberbatch to to show mm. up. Yeah, but yeah, what are your overall like one sentence review? It was probably not the, my favorite series of all times. I'm gonna keep watching it. Um, it had really strong parts. It's not a one sentence. Really st- strong parts in the middle, a bit meh at the end. Shit beginning, strong in the middle, meh at the end. But I will keep watching. Mm-hmm. What is yours? Um, I mean, copy paste. <laughs> basically what you said um like weak episode real weak episode three um but weaker in the beginning really strong in the middle not my favorite that i've ever watched but compelling enough that i wanted to keep going back and back and back like it was no shield but Mm. i mean 
it definitely held my attention um especially yeah. once we get out of baby territory and then like peaked at episode eight for sure did peak at episode eight 100 i want more monica rambeau content and we will probably get it because we got us got a hint there too we see at the end we see monica rambeau get info like information from a scroll that a friend of a mother's wants to meet her which would mean that this is captain marvel or somebody else said it might be um, hopefully captain marvel too because that's been being like rumored for a little bit it's been rumored oh you mean captain marvel 2 mm-hmm. oh you mean that's a hint to captain marvel 2 i think so yeah like a connection oh yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. i'm kind of sad <laughs> i thought oh, she was good <laughs> I'm, I'm, no i mean i'm excited but i'm also how long do we have to wait for the new season do you know no i don't know unsatisfying yeah. because what captain marvel is rumored for in 2022 anyway mm-hmm. is it 2022 i don't know let's find out um so maybe it comes uh, before it or uh, is this a series where we have to captain marvel 2 is 2022 mm-hmm. that's almost soon i know i'm excited um yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I just like I I don't I wasn't if anybody was not here at the beginning of the episode I I'm a lot more positive about the like the first few episodes than Monica is I really Definitely. enjoyed one and two I loathed episode three because I thought it was disgusting um, and yeah so that was my my real issues like yeah. I, the first two I I enjoyed the third one with the baby stuff was like ah, no thanks um, it just was too long and graphic and drawn out I don't even know if I found it it was just a pathetic piece of episode with no consideration of anything that has to do with pregnancies whatsoever mm-hmm. because not only really was it yeah because it was not only super ridiculous but also kind of in this this humorous way of putting these pregnancies and then having like this pregnancy and then having like two it was just making such a ridicule of this mm-hmm. entire thing where I, th- I think that some people would be really triggered by. And I, I could see myself be secondhand triggered for people because I'm like, this is so unnecessary. Um, so you could have just done that totally differently or whatever, but that's not great cinema there somehow. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah. yeah. I, I'm, but yes, I, I'm excited for, you know, season two. Maybe I will binge them all because it's, probably just of what two hours or whatever <laughs> of real content um without mm. the all the credits true and what i also got really annoyed by is that then suddenly at the end after these six episodes or whatever of of such a long such such long credits with nothing after it you suddenly have like content after it in marvel manner and i'm like mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me i would probably have missed this if i'm not lying there and i'm too lazy to skip away then then that's the reason why i even made it to the end not because i want to read all of the credits and because i have like this attention or a, a, a attachment to that i want to see or respect the creators of the series i'm sorry i should have but i don't but it was just literally because i was there my phone was in my hand and i'm like oh okay that's the credits now and i started to scroll a bit and then i was like oh no that's going to it's happening now and that mm-hmm. was just annoying oh yeah like i definitely think that tom and i had turned it off and then he saw on twitter that there was an extra scene and he was like we need to turn it back on there was an extra scene and i was like oh shit yeah for sure yeah but yeah um so that's what i have to say about wandavision yeah that's also my two cents about it curious how this is going in general very curious like i love the connections of everything marvel and and the way they do it so i'm really curious how this all pans out in the bigger picture and because Mm -hmm. this is the first time i'm actively involved when it comes out in a way so because when i watched the all the other mcu movies i wasn't super like i watched them all but i wasn't like super connected to them Mm-hmm. But now I want to know and I want to know the connections. And even the, I told the weirdo the other day that this and this and this is connected. And he was like, you're such a freak. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Nerd. This is amazing. <laughs> I know all of this. <laughs> but yeah. 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 So yeah. what did you think? We would love if you could, if you wanted to tell us what you thought about on the vision. Um, 
you can let us know on Twitter or Instagram. You can email us, highgeekcaring.com. Um, or yeah, you can join our Discord at oh, geekcaring.com forward slash Discord. Yes. And we're all excitedly waiting for Falcon and the, the Winter, Winter Soldier, which is coming out soon. So that's yeah. like at least the next Marvel step because it does come out. I already got notification in my Disney Plus about it. So mm-hmm. curious. I did too. By email. So oh, excited about that. But <laughs> I, I was getting notifications there. I was like, oh, look, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what we have for you this week. We'll see you next week for another amazing episode of Geek Herring. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com.